Hi, I'm Tracy. Hi, and I'm Faye. And welcome to More Better with Tracy and Faye. More better. More better. More better. in the same room yay it's very exciting it's very exciting what are we talking about hr HR. Ah, human resources people in culture the people people the people's people (laughs) is it the people's people (laughs) (laughs) whatever they're called these days we know we know who they are and mostly mostly what they do they're one of the few areas in an organization that touch is every single employee with really important things such as they hire you they pay you super important they support you they teach you they advise you so today we're talking about all things hr or the people the function that takes care of payroll compensation benefits recruiting onboarding career development organizational structure training and development all the things that impact you as an employee and yet, it seems like they're getting less and less communication support these days. It's, it's so <laughs> baffling to me. Like, it really is. Sad. HR is so integral to every single employee at any organization. And yet, they are getting probably less communication support than they used to. And they need a lot of communication support because what they do is so important. But, you know, here we are. Yeah. Now, here we are. I agree. We I mean, I've done a lot of HR comms in my career. The need is always far greater than the communication resources available. Mm -hmm. And that's why we turned for it. That's why we turned our attention to this space and asked ourselves some questions. What can we do to make it easier for HR professionals to communicate with employees at their organizations? And what can we deliver on a podcast that can help improve HR communications? Mm -hmm. So... The first thing we did is we actually, we asked them. What? I know. We asked (laughs) HR professionals what they need in terms of of HR communication support. So we did it, you know, through LinkedIn and we got a ton of really amazing input. We had no idea what we were going to get. We really, we didn't predict anything, but it was really pretty cool that came in. And I'm just going, I'm scrolling here. Sorry. You're allowed. No, you're allowed. You're allowed. Thank you. So some of the stuff that, uh, really stood out. I'm only going to talk about the things that okay. really stood out. And that was two things. So we asked these HR pros, we said, what is the most valuable kind of support that you have had with uh, working together with the comms pro? And 57% said strategy and advice. So helping HR people develop a communication plan and a strategy to deliver on whatever it is they need to deliver on, but it's that okay. communication. It's the helping develop a communications plan and solutions. Okay. And the, uh, the second most valuable, which was actually only at 33%, it was quite interesting, hmm. um, was writing and editing, making okay. things better. But those were the two that, that stuck out. So strategy and advice around communication planning and writing and editing. And then we asked the question, if you, if you did, if you had a dedicated communication support person, okay. dedicated let me rephrase that. A dedicated communications pro supporting you. How would you how would you use them? Okay. And 81%, 81% said communication planning and strategy. 
And that, that stood out by a lot. And then there was a three-way tie at 57% of strategic communication advice, writing and editing, and then also supporting change management. So based on the 80% of HR professionals who said they want support uh, developing communications plans, that is what we're going to focus on today. But before we dive into that, I just, I just, we just wanted to point out if you are an HR person and you are looking for that additional support around writing and editing and change management, we actually have that in episode one and two of More Better with Tracy and Faye. We focus on business writing and editing. And in episode four, we talk about principles of change management. So if you are an HR professional and you are looking for support in those areas, we do have some podcasts that can help you. But for today, we're just going to be focusing on uh, communication planning. I want to add one more. Okay. Because I think we did an episode on tech communications. Oh, yeah. Right? Technical yeah. communications yeah. or technical inf- communicating Tech and technical information to non-technical audiences. Mm-hmm. And I think in that episode, we, we did focus on IT, right? Like mostly. Yeah. But HR content can be quite technical. So I'm going to throw that in there. I believe that is episode five. Is that five? five. <laughs> I don't remember because there's been so many. So many. <laughs> <laughs> We're almost at 10. So how do you expect us to right. We're going to beat the odds, I tell you. Yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah, I think that's great. So I love right. communications planning and working with HR. And I think the other thing I'm going to add is, you know, so we think of H, we might think of HR as really transactional, like like I said at the top, like payroll benefits, all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. But HR, like a lot of other functions, like they're evolving into like really doing really meaty projects. Like mm-hmm. in my recent experiences, like they're doing big transformation projects. They're doing, um, you know, they're changing processes or making things more efficient. Really tying themselves. I mean, they've always been tied to the business, but even more so. Mm-hmm. So I think the idea of having the, it doesn't surprise me that people want more comms planning and strategy mm-hmm. because it's not just about like sending the email about, you know, oh, uh, you're, you've got paid. Super important. Don't get me wrong. Super important to get paid in an organization. Yeah. But HR, I think, as a function is doing more and more strategic work, which is actually quite exciting. Yeah, that makes complete sense. Cool. OK, so um, one of my HR pals, pals, uh, you say pal? <laughs> I don't know. I don't really say what do you say? HR colleagues, friends, colleagues, friends, hello, HR friends, uh, contacts me to create a comms plan to launch a you know a piece of work could be something big small medium whatever that is so after a bunch of questions i usually hand back to them sort of a document it's a fairly standard document to ask communicators anyway mm-hmm. called communications plan so yeah. um and it covers sort of seven areas which uh we know as communicators comes it's, it's the basics it's right? the basics right objective um audience key messages channels or tactics timetable or time frame Review and approval, our favorite, mm-hmm. measurement. So we're going to start, what, what we're going to do today is we're going to walk through sort of those key areas of communications plan, um, starting with objective. So I'll, I'll usually ask the most obvious question, <laughs> what's your objective? What does that really mean, right? And depending on, and it's really about what do you want your audience to do? Why are we doing this kind of work in the first place? So I'll ask, What's the purpose of X? What's the purpose of this work? Why are we doing this? What does success start to look like after X, if it's a technology project, is launched? It's important to get to the heart of why of the why of this work. Mm-hmm. 
I think that's the objective in a nutshell. In a nutshell, yeah. And it's very much, you've got to be on the side of the recipient of your audience, right? So what's your objective related to them? What do you want them to do? Mm -hmm. As Faye and I talk about all the time, an objective is almost never, we just need people to know this. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that's a really good point. I think sometimes when you ask a general question like what's the objective and sometimes the answer you might get from a, from whether it's HR IT but let's say it's HR because we're talking about them today mm-hmm. um, is well we need to tell everybody about this mm-hmm. well okay sure we can start there but what do you want them to do yeah. right do you want them to adopt the process do you want them to use the system do you want them to understand how this benefit how the benefits packages change I don't know whatever mm-hmm. whatever those what do you want them to do with that information yeah. yeah so that's the objective for sure and then we move on to the next the next uh area in the comms plan you know I look at them I'm like they're boxes of information yeah yeah objective at the top next thing's going to be your audience and as communicators we divide audience between primary and secondary and the reason is because your primary audience let's go back to the objective your primary audience is the people you want to do the thing whatever your objective is your primary audience are those people and those are the people you need to meet or need to reach but there's also sometimes oftentimes a secondary audience and you need to list those too you know i i'll know that with this we're going to say employees at say it's just at people leaders so my primary audience is just people leaders but the secondary audience who we need to be aware of everything is maybe at senior executive level because they have something important that they have a role to play, even though they aren't the people that you're specifically targeting for the action. Or a secondary audience could be, who knows, maybe it's a supplier. Mm-hmm. Maybe, you know, we're making this change inside an organization, but there is there's a connection to an external supplier and they need to be part of your thinking when you're putting together your communication plan. So they're not the doers. They're not the people who you have the objective connected to, but they're still important and they need to be considered as you're completing your plan. And so that's what your secondary audience is for. Yeah, I think and I think another thing to consider, too, um, with the HR projects that I've worked on mm-hmm. is that sometimes your secondary audience is HR. Right. Uh, So it could be like, let's say you're rolling out some sort of enhancement to a system or something. And sure, people leaders might need to use that system. Mm -hmm. And that's a a bit of a change, whatever that changes. But it's also a change for your talent acquisition team or your comp team or so depending on how that's all structured I think that's an important element don't Mm -hmm. forget don't forget the people inside who are actually going through possibly a change in their process or their systems or something yeah that's a really good point actually and in some cases those people might also be a primary audience absolutely you might be communicating with them differently that might be required again what's your objective but yeah you're totally right it's not just it's not just the people the who people. are there at the other end. If I am engaged to write a communication plan, I'm setting a day yeah. aside to do yes, a absolutely. communication plan. You're Good not point. doing it in 15 minutes because it's a lot of thinking. You know, clearly Faye and I have not scripted this episode. <laughs> so as we're doing this back and forth, we're imagining creating a plan and going, Oh yeah, we have to remember the HR people. Oh yeah, we have to remember these people because even though that's not the majority of the piece that's happening, it's an important element. So we need to remember them too. And that's 
communication planning is a lot of that asking those questions of yourself as mm. you're going through and creating a, an actual document. It's not something that exists virtually as an actual document. It's called a communication plan. <laughs> and you've got to build it using these seven sections that we're describing today. So it takes time. Yeah, it, it does. Time. No, for sure. Yeah. All right. Uh, next one. That was audience. Oh, key, me yeah. oh, key messages. We were just talking about this earlier. So key messages, like everyone says, we need key messages for X, Y, and Z, right? What are they? Why do we need them? Mm -hmm. How do we use them, right? And and Tracy, we we may differ in yeah. terms of our approach. So I'll I'll share what mine is. And then I'll right. disagree with you. Yeah, come mine. Okay, please. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I like writing, when I think of key messages, it's, you know, um, things that are, what is the heart of what you're telling that audience? So again, going back to your audiences, you might have some messages for various audiences because you're asking them to do different things. One thing around key messages, I have seen key messages that are 20 pages long. They do not have to be that. Don't do that. <laughs> I guess, because then it sits on the shelf, right? So I like to do key messages that are like, plain and simple so maybe at the top you have like your 30 second 15 second elevator pitch maybe you, you break down some of those key bullet points and you have some proof points so i'm making a claim about i don't know some sort of system that needs to be that's going to be implemented and the benefits of that system mm -hmm. um maybe it's about cyclical stuff like uh, benefits enrollment but maybe it's changing a little bit maybe you're changing providers or they're doing things in a different way um and then what I like to do is I'll put a, I'll throw in a couple FAQs and how I use that key message document. I try to make it two, three pages, five max. It really depends, but two or three, that's, that's my go-to. And then I want, cause I want it to be simple. The reason why I want it to be simple is that I want to be able to give it to somebody so that they can use that information when they're crafting information or if they have to respond to a question. So it's like, what is the heart of, what are the things that they're going to be repeating mm -hmm. um, the anchor to whatever that work is? What are the things that they would be saying throughout an email? Uh, like, and we're going to get into tactics later, but maybe it's an email, maybe it's a speech, maybe it's a video. So that's, that's how I think about keynotes. Yeah, and we're not that different. Um, but for me, they're Somewhat shorter document for me. Key messages is one page okay. because it's to me four six okay. things that are going to be repeated over and over again. So let's say it's a cyclical HR event. Sure. What's one of the key messages? Benefits enrollment closes November twentieth. Is it open? Maybe it opens on a on a date too, right? Sure. Okay. But, <laughs> but I'm just point, kidding. Pages, yeah, partner. <laughs> <laughs> that'll sound good in the sounding chart. yeah yeah that'd be great he'll yeah like he'll, that. Love that. he'll love that um, <laughs> but so key messages don't need to be fancy they just need to be those things that need to be repeated over and over again as part of this thing what are the what are the things you want people to remember the most and you know Faye talked about you know the benefits let's say it's a change we're changing from system A to system B sure. and we want people to understand that we think system B is way better Okay. And we're going to say the benefits of system B are ABC. And we're going to say the benefits of system B are ABC in about 20 different places, because sure. that's a yeah. key message we really want to drive home. We want to drive home the deadline yep. for doing it. Yep. Um, you know, maybe there's a corporate statement that goes with that. I don't know. Whatever they might be. Maybe a statement is this is a simpler, easier, faster system. 
you know, so I look at them again as a much shorter list of key messages because I've, I've seen communications plans and the key messages are like every line of say, mm. message from the CEO. And so they have every line in the CEO's message is a key message, but that's not, yeah. in my view, what a key message is. It's those things that if people remember nothing else, they're going to remember these three, four, five things. Okay. And I do agree, putting them into FAQs is brilliant. And we don't have an FAQ section for no. this, but it is, you know, 7.8 is <laughs> doing FAQs actually helps you really embed those key messages into, you know, why are we doing FAQ? Why are we doing this? We are doing this because yeah. key messages. Yeah. When are we doing this? We are doing this on key message. Yeah. You know, um, what is the impact on me? Key message. So you're right. FAQs are a good way to put key messages into practice and to really decide what the most important ones are. Yeah, I like the, I like FAQs for that reason to yeah. really just kind of like I, I can write those key messages plainly as statements. But then I think the FAQs actually challenge me yes. to like actually put it into language, answer those questions because. People will ask those questions, like they'll ask it on Yammer, like they're, they're going to Yammer on an email, on a, yeah. on a, they're going to call service now, like when they're, when they have that technical question. So anyway, yeah. maybe, and maybe selfishly, it's an exercise for me to make sure I know what they are. <laughs> well, and I think it can work for everybody because, um, so say I'm writing key messages and, and I can get, you know, lofty incorporated sure. in my writing. And then if I try to use that key message in an FAQ where I might actually be talking to a human being, yeah. I'm not going to use those words. Exactly. So guess what? Change the message. The exactly. key message is wrong. The The sentiment is right, but you got to say it in a way that humans can actually relate to. And dogs. Maybe. Oh, maybe dogs. But channels, right? Okay. I get to start on channels. Do you want to do the channels? I'll start on channels. Okay. So channels are tactics. So channels are all those ways in which you might send a message that will be received by another person. So it could be over coffee. It could be say an all employee meeting. It could be a message from your CEO. It could be small group meetings. You know, you might think that the very best way for this information to be delivered is we're going to do a broadcast message to everybody in the company, maybe through the internet or maybe the head of the company, the CEO or president will send a message, but then because the nature of whatever this is, is, is complex and it's rich. There's a lot of information. You're not anything that is got a lot of information as rich as an information is not appropriate to an email or an all employee thing saying, just go read here for all the details. So maybe part of the plan is we're going to do an all employee message through some channel or another. And then we're going to recommend that every team leader have a meeting with their team. And we're going to send that team leader all the other information. Sure. And then we're going to require, rely on those team leaders to deliver that. And then in doing that, I'm like, oh, well, we're going to have to really take the team leaders, the people leaders through all yeah. this stuff. How are we going to do that? All right. Well, we're going to have a series of video conference calls. Yeah. You know, because we got people all across the country. So we're going to do a series of four video conference calls where we're going to send the package of information to the people who need it. We're going to take them through it because we need them to take their people through it. So now I've got three channels that I've already decided on. The all employee message coming from whatever that channel is in the organization, the meeting between HR, say, and team leads around the company to really get into a deeper dive of understanding. And then the reliance on those team leaders to hold team meetings with their people to, to share that information. 
So that's an example of what are the channels and the tactics that you're going to use. And there are all sorts of channels. Mm -hmm. And it's about figuring out what's the right channel for what our objective is. Yeah. You know, for that part of the communication plan. I would say that, you know, around channels, depending on your organization, you might have, I mean, I think this is also a great way to partner with if you can, like an internal communications mm-hmm. department or somebody in communications, simply because typically corporate communications or internal communications, they hold the keys to those channels. So it whether it, it channels could be um, a corporate newsletter, could be um, your intranet, of course, right? Um, broad distribution emails, right? Mm-hmm. So usually communications is involved in those and they have sort of um, I was going to say rules, We're guidelines. <laughs> you need to make us to happy be, before we let you. And try to be kind. <laughs> but, like, but they, but so, and that's another episode altogether, yeah. I promise. Yeah. But it's, um, but I think that's a, that's a good way to partner um, with your communications people because they all the official channels. That's not to say though that you can't be creative. So again, it all depends. Again, we don't want to overcomplicate depending on whatever your, your project is, but there are like, be creative, maybe like, like you said, maybe there's a video. Like if you have, if you use Yammer, like um, like social, like internal social media networks, there's some great ways to communicate there. How do you maybe, maybe it, it maybe it's something that's like a takes over time, like a few months. Maybe you need a campaign or whatever mm-hmm. that is, right? So think about what's the best way to. Um, what are the channels that are best? Um, that you could use for, for your objective. Um, I had, a, I worked with a communications leader and um, her approach was always like, she always cautioned us against say and spray. <laughs> don't say and spray, which meant like, don't use all of them. You right. don't have to use all of them. Yeah. Use the ones that count, go where people gather. You know, if I'm, I'm the comms person and I've got not nearly enough bandwidth to support everybody. So if you came to me and said, hey, we've got this thing we need to launch. Can you help me do a communication plan? I'd probably go, oh, I don't know. I don't really have the bandwidth for that. And sorry, I'm not supposed to do that. Yeah, yeah. Or whatever. I would whatever always, those I would always hate saying that. Yeah, but, but if that same person came to me and said, okay, I put it all down. Yes. This is my objective. I know these are the audiences. I know these are the key messages that I think we need to have. I think these channels, can you help me just refine what I've already got. I'd be like, I am we so happy to love you. And we would so work with you all that. the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We would. Yeah. We would. For right? sure. We love that. For sure. 